Readings Live Chat. Hello. All right. We're doing our little special thing again here where we have decided we're going to start the show on time, which is, which code is seven minutes late. For seven minutes late. And I'm going to get, I'm getting everything going here. And I, and I call Sue. And I get a message from Sue saying hi. And I say, as one does to Sue, you know, you you want to be polite to Sue because mm-hmm. Sue's you know very chipper young woman. You, Sue answered the damn phone, so Sue did not answer the damn phone, and I don't know where Bob is. Oh no! The, the thing with Bob, we lost Bob. We have multiple Bob accounts. Yeah. There's many different Bobs. Why can I never remember my Skype password? Because you use Skype like four times a year. What, no, do you know I, your Puffo password? When's the last time you used... Who was president the last time you logged into Puffwa? Do you even remember that? You have no idea. All Bush. Right. Bush. <laughs> you had like 50-50 chance of being right in that one. All right, so we're going to try to call our, our fellow hosts again. So I hope Chuck doesn't barf in the middle of the podcast. Chuck is having a barf day. Barf day? Oh, whoa, whoa. Barf so day. That would be a barf day. It's his birthday. Is, is his <laughs> birthday? Is it's he vomiting all over the place? That's what I thought. He 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 is no. He actually is. He's having. He is, but very small amounts. Yeah, Here's like, the thing. Chuck really, Chuck really is a 272 pound ballerina. Everything he does is dainty, but he doesn't look it. That's <laughs> yeah. that's the problem with Chuck. Now, Bob, did I call the correct Bob? You did call the correct Bob. Because I called you Bob, not Puffa Bob. And I know Thursdays at 8.30, you're Puffa Bob. So I didn't know if this was okay. This is perfectly fine for the moment because my setup is a little bit messed up at the moment. So for the sake of, it was either that or show up another 10, 15 minutes late. No, no, we don't want to do that. Now, one thing earlier this week, I was going through Hulu and I came across old episodes of the Bob Newhart show. I'm not sure if you're familiar, Bob. But I've it, heard of it. Now, what it is, is he's a psychiatrist, and he has mm-hmm. a wife, and he has a next-door neighbor who is also the guy who played uh, Major Nelson's best friend in I Dream a Genie, whatever his name was. The, you remember the best friend there? And he's got, like, a nope. secretary, yeah, and like, his, no. his other best friend's a <laughs> dentist, and all these different people. And the and the plot of the show is they're all nuts, and he's just, like, the, the, like the straight man. So every mm-hmm. time someone does something, they're like, Bob. And, like, the entire episode is just people going, Bob, 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 Bob. And I'm thinking to myself, why have I not done a montage for Bob? So well, starting... You did. It's in episode 25. Did I? But, but really? Sue, you did episode 25. Oh, no. I'm just talking about the beginning of episode 25 where you go, Bob. And Bob says, hi. And you go, Bob. <laughs> Bob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bob. Bob, can you hear me? Bob. Stay tuned for my new and improved, because Sue's editing episode 25. I'm going to take it from her before she's done. I'm going to do a little tribute to my friend Bob. Okay, it's Danielle. It's already you... out. 25, no, it was 24. 25's not out. 24 Okay, well, out. then you do it. You also do it in episode 24, I do the mo- I do the menu of the episodes. You do it in most episodes. 24 is the one where Danielle was drunk. Uh, yeah. Which I, ooh, which I went back and find found absolutely hilarious is because totally unrelated i was like in the beginning of that episode i was like and uh the family of podcast whole thing uh-huh. and it's like and then the family that has like that has the drunk the da 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 and, and then danielle comes home and it comes in drunk. Was, I, I just started i have not laughed that hard in a long time i i think my parents thought i must have been crazy because i'm sitting there doing dishes listening to the show and then all of a sudden i just start busting out, busting like out laughing out. all right now what just happened in the room here sorry is, is here's the thing uh-huh. I'm renovating as you know 
and I noticed that mm-hmm. half of the house has the wall outlets from 1972 that doesn't have the third prong, mm-hmm. and the other half do. And I use the extension cord for the charger on my MacBook that has three prongs. And the way it comes up when you don't use the extension and you just plug the brick into the wall, it uses the two prongs. So I had to switch to two prongs so in half the house I can plug in my laptop until we get this corrected. So I just plugged my laptop charger into the wall and Sammy jumped up on the table. And the, the brick fell out, Bob, and it made a loud noise, and both Danielle and Sammy screamed simultaneously. <laughs> so that's what just, wow. that's Whoops. unfortunately what just happened there. So that was a little frightening. So I should probably plug that in because I'm at 51%. Yeah. And I'm going to get a little logy the more we go. So oh. tonight, uh, well, we don't have Jen with us tonight. Jen's probably going to be out. For a few weeks, her grandmother is uh, is very ill in Arkansas, and they just had to sell her house. And she's at that not quite ready for hospice, but not able to be alone phase. So Jen is uh, my understanding is every person in Jen's entire line, like you know how it's like my, I was a plumber, and my father was a plumber, and his father was a, everyone Jen has ever met is a school teacher. So everyone has to work until. May something or June something. So Jen is literally the only human being who can uh, take care of her grandmother right now. So Jen is in Arkansas somewhere. Everyone's in Arkansas. Rin is in Arkansas. Yeah, Mr. Rin is there. everyone. They're relocating to Arkansas. So they're down there. So everyone's down there. So yep. um, we're going to try and get Jen on here and there. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll call through to her and just let her. Jen. And the funny thing is when she goes home to Arkansas, she picks up the Arkansas accent. So she mm-hmm. called me with laryngitis. And I literally had no earthly idea what she was talking about the entire conversation. Like, I've talked to Jen for six years. It's, like, very soft, thick Jen is the only way I can describe that, that phone call. That sounded weird. It, it did. In my head, it sounded so much better, though. Okay. Okay. Did you find your Skype password? Oh, look, you did. I did. Oh, good for you. So, um, I, I think Bob, at this point, wants to start the call. Start, we'll start the podcast because we don't. Oh, yeah, we I don't, do that. We don't generally do that. This early, ever. So we'll try. We did it early last week, I thought. Did we? Well, we what? didn't podcast last week. We didn't, the no, but the, the one before. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Yeah. I don't know. I lose track of time. I, I do as well. Okay. So right. I guess let's start the show. Start the show. Robert is from Spellcast. I called my mom and I said, I can't get the tractor. Turn off. <laughs> I've just finished taking a test on what's your seduction style. I have got to take that test. So we called the tractor guy. We said, okay, what do we do? He said, you have to crash it. My superpower is cuddles. That, that's awesome. <laughs> the Midas touch. Jim, Are you the Midas touch too? I am. I have the Midas touch. <laughs> <laughs> I came so close to calling a hooker. I found a really large dead rat. I should have thrown him in the field, but I didn't want the dog to get to him. The fact that she's a real freak in the sheets and wants my youth bedroom set, <laughs> you know what? I'm donating it to Goodwill because I feel dirty. But unfortunately, then the maggots come. And I'll catch y'all later. And you continue to have a very Rob. sexy voice. Hi, Talk to you later. Nice to meet you. Hi, Ed. You're totally embarrassing me. You said he had a very sexy voice. I did. Did you not think he heard you? <laughs> it was one of those things in passing. He, but he was standing right there. I gotta go. He's Thank still you. here. Oh, <laughs> That's not awkward at all, huh? Oh. And welcome back to Point of View Weekly, the morning yet not really morning show here, a part of the Potterfic Weekly podcast family of podcasts that apparently does have a drunk in the family. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you 
Bob. I'm your host, Bob. Or, and I'm one of your hosts, Bob. <laughs> one of the other hosts here. who's not Bob, I'm Ryan. I'm Sue. And I'm Danielle, and I would just like to point out that I am sober 99.999% of the time. Except when she podcasts. I know. Unfortunately, I'm that, that time. one time. Can I just tell you, Danielle, earlier and I, tonight. And I record myself. Danielle, I'm so smart. Early, well, that wasn't very bright. Danielle earlier tonight is like, I'm friends with Bob on Facebook. And she was all excited. Now she's like, die, Bob. Die, Bob. Die. Die. All of a sudden, she pops up. It's like the... That's how you can usually tell if someone's unfriended you. It's like they usually pop up and like, oh, the people you might know. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Wait, like, wait, weren't we friends? No, it was really friends? funny. No, it was really That's funny. funny. <laughs> Facebook had a coronary about three weeks ago. And I guess they do this thing with Facebook. You know how they changed it so it tells you, like, if you go back, you can see, like, everyone you friended in 2008 and everyone you friended in 2009. So, well, I guess there was a glitch in it. Where it showed everyone you friended in 2008, and you looked down the list, and like seven of those people you're not friends with anymore, so you could see who unfriended you. And it, it was this, it was this big thing, and they had to like go back and like correct the code. But there was a minute last week where everyone who has ever unfriended me popped up on one page, and I'm like, oh, I remember you. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. I laughed and laughed and laughed. And well, so, Danielle, just so you know, I am drinking tonight. Oh, all right. I feel better. <laughs> okay. Can, I, can I get you a Magners? No. Such a lightweight. Um, oh, I'm on super health kick anyway, so I wouldn't really even have alcohol now. Why don't we do that? Because okay. I know because we want to talk. Too. We want to talk about Boston. I want to plug Zachary yeah. and Levi. There's a few things we want to do tonight. But Sammy's behind you, so don't Sa- lean back. <laughs> you don't think I noticed the cat? Well, I don't know because she just kind of wedged herself. <laughs> behind you and now she's glaring at me <laughs> well you you point out where she is oh huh. she's so cute all right that was our cat talk now um one thing i know we got a lot of reaction to the um healthy weight loss what do you mm-hmm. do with your eczema segment from a few weeks ago <laughs> eczema sucks. and i thought we could do like a quick like recap <laughs> oh where, those kind of eggs okay where everyone is <laughs> yeah where everyone is and, and kind of weigh in on that you know weigh in you get that I didn't plan that They're pretty punny, Ryan. I'm very punny. Thank you, Bob. Bob! Mm-hmm. So It gets old. It's That's a, okay. I've been doing this for six years. I I'm completely I'm wasted the material. All right, I'm Sammy is down. So why don't we... Um, Danielle, did you want to start? Because I know you've been eating a lot of grass lately. I'm, I'm not eating grass. I, uh, well, maybe you can clarify for the okay. listeners. Well, it's funny because I actually... I ended up going to the doctor last week. This is the reason I didn't podcast, because I had to get up really early No one to go to work early. I know, but I wouldn't have been able to podcast anyway, because I in had the, to go to bed at like 8, because I had to get up at 4. In I the last, ep- in the last so anyway, episode, Danielle was So, there. I had made a doctor's appointment just because I hadn't really been feeling all that great, like just having stomach issues, it, kind of like um, feeling really full, even if I hadn't eaten a lot, a lot of heartburn, a lot of indigestion, mm. and... Um, just, just you know, not feeling great. I mean, not feeling horrible, but just not feeling great. You know, so I made the appointment. It was like two weeks out. And in the meantime, I said, well, I need to change something. I have to change, you know, what I'm eating. So one of my weaknesses is when I'm at work, because I work in a bakery and we always have a ton of sweets, is like I, I don't eat gluten. So that kind of eliminates a lot of the sweets that I would eat at work. But we have a lot of candy <laughs> that... Um, is gluten-free, so I would be like, oh, I'll just snack on this all day. And it was just, I think it was just getting to the point where I was just like in sugar shock all the time. I just was having so much Mm -hmm. sugar. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't exercising. Um, So 
I finally said, you know what, that's it. And I cut out all refined sugars. So by that, I mean, I, I, the only sugars I've been using are like pure maple syrup and um, honey and mm-hmm. cut out like all the white sugar and all that stuff. And just been focusing on eating just a lot more fruits and vegetables, uh, more nuts and seeds, less meat. Um, I still eat meat, still eat dairy, just not that much. And the turnaround has been like amazing. Two weeks later, I, you know, I went to my doctor and I'm like, well, I, I was having these symptoms. I'm like, I pretty much feel almost a hundred percent better. Um, and you know, trying to keep at it. I'm just trying to get on the treadmill a couple days a week. My goal is like five days a week. It doesn't always happen, but you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. As long as I can make it on there like four, four times a week, I'm good. And I just do like a lot of stretching afterwards just because. I have a job that requires me to stand up all day. So by the time I get home, my back is like really hurting. So I'm like, okay, I need to, you know, start the stretching again. That really helps. So, um, yeah, everything's been good. Like trying all sorts of really crazy healthy recipes and making Ryan eat them too. <laughs> so that's been really fun. Hmm. Uh, we had, we had cauliflower crust pizza okay, this yesterday. Is, this is the thing that, that, that spreads fear <laughs> it was me. Good. I will eat virtually anything. A few years ago, I went over to Danielle's house at the time when she was living in another town, and her mother was making a steaming bowl of yogurt soup. Which I grew up mm. on. Was it steaming or was it I'm, I, My family, my, my dad's whole side of the family were, is all Armenian, and yogurt soup is just something you kind of grow up on. It's like basically mm-hmm. rice cooked in chicken stock with some spices, and then you add yogurt at the very end, like so it doesn't like curdle or whatever, but... You know, I grew up on it. I, I've eaten that forever, so I love it. So. But I pride myself on I'll eat anything. So her mother's like, would you like a steaming bowl of yogurt soup? And I'm she like, sure. She did not say steaming bowl. I'm inserting. You're it sound like something is else. Is it cold or is it No, hot? it's hot. It's a hot bowl? Yeah. So she gave it to me, and I'm literally looking for a potted plant to pour the thing in, but I'm afraid I'll kill it. And then I realize there's no <laughs> damn plants in the house. So it was it was horrible. And the only there's three things I won't eat. Steaming bowls of yogurt soup, cauliflower, <laughs> and beets. Mm. Yeah, he won't eat the beets. Beets. Beets? I love beets. Yeah, I sends me a message last night saying, "Beets are good." I have a good recipe for beets for you, you, Danielle. Remind me me later. I'll get it to you. Danielle sends me a message saying, "I made a beet pizza with cauliflower crust." Wow, you were so so wrong. That's not what I. How how close was I? I made beet greens, Uh not beets. Okay. Because you know, if you buy fresh beets in the store, they have all those beautiful greens on top. And usually, yeah, oh, well, usually so I throw them out and I'm like, wait, these are edible. So, you know, I made those to go with our, our super healthy vegetable pizza, cauliflower crust. It was wow. good though. He ate it. The concern I had is, you know how in every fanfic where Harry and Ginny or Harry and Hermione or Harry and Draco, depending on your preference, something's about to happen. And they're all like <laughs> Snape in the dress, Snape in the dress. Think of Snape in the dress, Snape in the dress. And that's the thing. It, it mm-hmm. shuts that whole thing down. For me, the smell of cauliflower shuts that whole thing down. <laughs> so I came home. I'm like, if I smell cauliflower, I'm going to have to go out. I'm going to have to order in. Like, I'm not going to be, this isn't going to work. And I came home and actually take, it, it smelled great. I never would have known there was cauliflower in there if you hadn't yeah. told me. So Yeah, don't tell him until after he eats it. Don't, don't tell me until after. So it was actually very Yeah, good. and then like, just, you know, it's, I'm trying to do more grain-free baking because I think, unfortunately, I don't do super well with a lot of grains which is funny because 
Ryan's the one with celiac, yet I'm the one that I think is more sensitive to certain foods. But um, My celiac doctor thinks that's absolutely hysterical. Yeah. She's like, now how's it going? I'm like, my mother-in-law is gluten intolerant. My wife doesn't feel well when she eats gluten. How do you feel when you eat it? I'm fine. I'm yeah, the only one in the house who has celiac disease. I'm so <laughs> we've been, um, I've been experimenting with more like almond flour baked goods, which I've really been enjoying. Um, hmm. I saw that yeah, you made, I almond, made milk almond milk the other day. yesterday, and it was awesome. Jen it tastes never, so good. Jen will never listen. This is Gen 1, then we have Gen 2. We're up to Gen 5 in our family. Mm-hmm. Tell, tell them mm-hmm. what Gen 5 asked you about your almond milk. Oh, well, she was like, how the hell did you make that? And, I, and she's like, I'm just picturing you squeezing milk out of an almond. I'm like, ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> does it work that, that way? way. Anyway, yeah, it is so easy to make. And then I'm just kind of um, transitioning, like, what we use for, you know, like, fats and oil. So I've been really into coconut oil because it's so good and it's so tasty. Um, and, yeah, so it's been good. Feeling so good, feeling lost, energized. I've actually lost weight, pounds, even yeah. though I'm not even worried about calories so well, much. I'm just worried. I'm just more, like, paying attention to what I eat. Well, it's the comment that Jen made a couple of weeks ago, and I, I went back, and that was a really great episode, the one that we did on that, and I was listening to everything Jen was saying, and she's saying the minute she stopped worrying about it and just ate reasonable portions the way it dropped off, because everything you're eating is so good for you, you don't need to even worry about portions so much. You just right. eat when you're I eat hungry. so many vegetables, it's, and, you know. Yeah, in the way. Vegetables have, like, no calories anyway, so why count them? Mm-hmm. There you go. You know? I was so mad today. I'm the opposite of Danielle. I had like a burger and fries oh, yeah. for lunch. I forgot my this lunch. This one comes home and eats like four chocolate chip cookies. And I'm like, really? You're going to have a heartburn later, but you didn't, whatever. You, you didn't see the fifth one? <laughs> no. They were they were very small. <laughs> they were very small. Okay. And then here's the thing. Chuck, my, my little ballerina, is throwing up all over the place. Danielle needs to go get gas tonight. So I go with her. And she, is, she has the little mini Cooper. I just ate five chocolate chip cookies because I'm a pig. She's taking. She's taking every corner at the last possible <laughs> second. I'm like holding well, on. I'm like, ooh, ooh. I have a mini. It's fun to drive. Yeah, I'm just saying that was problematic for me. <laughs> well, eat fewer cookies though. Well, yeah, clean your car out next time. No sympathy. All right. So, Bob, how's everything going on your end with exercise and working out and all that stuff? Uh, relatively good. In fact, uh, that's why I was a couple minutes late. I was just finishing up a nice. workout. And then took a shower and then kind of felt really lightheaded. And I was like, that's not Ooh, good. That's never good. So I, I ran out to the kitchen, made some chocolate milk, and then I sat myself in front of the computer. Yeah. And I'm good. So, oh, chocolate milk, the best recovery drink ever. <laughs> I love that Bob's but anyway, this late. We're seven minutes uh, late, so there's no way we would um, ever Bob is late. To be- Bob, I know before you were mm-hmm. mentioning um, you had like mm-hmm. some – apps that are designed to be used like when you're either running or like on a treadmill or something like which one do you Mm -hmm. use any or um would you recommend um i will admit that i'm not currently using one because i'm not running Mm -hmm. at the moment but when i have run and when i do continue running again because a close friend of mine i think is going to drag me through a 5k or is it? I'm actually on my phone at the moment. So let me check. I think it's the Nike app the is Nike the best app? one. Okay. Um, so I think mm-hmm. I might download one because I'm just getting bored. What was the one that you had where zombies, like zombies were attacking as you ran and you had uh, to? I want to say it's zombies, comma, run. Zombies run. Let me double yeah. check. Yes, zombie, comma, was, run. Did That's Jenny right. use that one? Why am I thinking Jenny and zombies? I'm liking. I think Jenny may have used okay. it as well. I have well. no idea why I'm unplugging her into zombies at the moment. Ooh, zombies. That's something else I want to yeah. talk about. Oh, there is now a... Oh. <laughs> it was Funny. so successful the first time. 
Yeah, it's a you can find it on the App Store or on the uh, Google Play Store. I don't know. I'm not a Google person, but anyway, um, it's currently on sale for three dollars ninety nine cents. You get sixty plus gripping missions, a zombie chase interval training, run with to your own music, play outside or at a gym, and build up your own base. <laughs> So it sounds like a lovely app if you love zombies mm. and you love, you love running. Zombies? No. Okay. No. Yep. So I might go with the Nike one. Yeah, I, I'd go with the Nike one. It's okay. really kind of cool. Um, if you have other people who are, like, training mm-hmm. with you, um, you get you can get accounts, and then basically you can link your accounts and, like, compete with each other. And if you're in the competitive thing, or you can just do your own run, thing. Run, um, run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Guess what, Ryan? Yeah, no, I'm next. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I I, I really cool. enjoyed it. It's kind of cool because um, it talks yeah. to you. Um, like my favorite part about the app is like it's like you have done one mile, you have done two miles, you are at mid this time. You can do you can just have it tell you whatever oh, you okay, want it to yeah. tell you and how often. Um, so it kind of comes in between your music and stuff too. And then it like it has all the GPS stuff, so it like tracks your run, like how fast are you at one part, how part one's how slow are you at another part. Yeah, um, that's my um, recommendation. Assuming it's sorry, just yes. Sue needs you. I just want to. Um, oh, okay. Rachel like, is Rachel is asking on the um, feed. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of Nike accounts. Is it the Nike Plus Running or the Nike Training Club that you're talking about? I want to say it's the Nike Plus Training account. Um, that is the one I believe I okay. used to do. Um, okay, you've just combined <laughs> them, so that confused. Um, this is like when see. you used to call the podcast Maybe. Point of View Fickly. Point of view thickly. And yes, Ryan, Jenny was the one that did the zombie comma no run. I thought that, I don't know, I just connected. It was no, Jenny, you just, were right. You, you had Texas it right. Jen? No, in my mind, I connect Australian Jenny with oh, zombies. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. In Lost on Buses, Lost on Buses, when I think of her, I picture buses just driving out. It, it's the it's zombie, <laughs> plus. It's zombie plus. Zombie plus. It's the Nike plus. It okay, is Nike plus. plus. I don't have did that. You like a really anymore, souped up but... zombie, like power walking, like zombie plus. Um, so, but then, like, like I said, I haven't used that. I, I honestly, say I haven't used that app okay. in about a year. So hopefully, it's still good. I mean, I still get notifications for stuff like email and whatnot from it. So obviously, it still yeah. exists. So. I know that Trissy, Trisha uses one of the Nike ones because it posts this on Tr- Facebook this is Trisha and Stacey, stuff like that. So. Trisha Stacy. Yeah. Well, um, if you're the marathon she, people, they yes. Her name. They're sending her mail to. They changed her name. See, I read Facebook. We call her we call her MS looping around yes. here, but you know. Everyone's in it. Do you know my mother loves to be up to date on things? If she watches a TV show, she'll start in season six because she doesn't want she wants to be up to date. Like she doesn't want like she's one mm-hmm. of those people. She, so she has an iPhone. So she sends me a message today. She just got a stylus. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you are so 1992. I just had, I'm not sure where that came <laughs> from, but I had to tell the stylus story. Well, while you guys are talking about, um, I, I of course haven't done anything healthy, but my mom has decided that on podcast nights, I podcast on Monday and mm-hmm. Thursday nights now, are going to be her fasting Ooh, days. Okay. That's her, her days to be healthy. And she's not completely fasting, but she's only eating 300 calories a day on those two days. Yeah. Does she? So does usually she, on Thursday nights. Does she, does what, she eat? Right? Whatever she wants the other days, or does she just eat a normal? Yes, that's yes. that. That yeah. sounds very much like the um, the diet that the people I worked with were doing. They would yeah. most. I don't think it was just two days. But, most days they would only eat like two to three hundred calories, and then they could eat whatever they wanted. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. on the weekends. This okay. is different. This is more for okay. cleansing than mm. for dieting. Um, is she eating certain so things on those days? She's doing a lot of yeah. smoothies okay. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but tonight for dinner, she made salad, which was great. But I came home with five minutes to spare and threw together the salad and came up here and then was really glad that you guys couldn't figure out how to call me right away because I shoveled almost all the salad <laughs> down because I didn't think salad worked really well to eat during oh, the call. Oh, yes. I know what you're saying. <laughs> now, what was your oh. boss did a cleansing? I don't know. I don't know. She did some crazy... I'm sorry, but like this is what my boss did is like the type of diet I would just never do. For one thing, it's a it's a week long mm-hmm. diet, so that means after a week, even if you've lost ten pounds, as soon as you start eating regular food, just you're gonna gain it back, back, which happened. But it was yeah. like something crazy where like on day one, you can only eat vegetables, but not tomatoes. Well, because I guess whatever they're not really a vegetable, and um mm-hmm. and not. There was some other random vegetable that you weren't supposed to eat on day one. And you could only drink water. And I don't even think it would, you could have, like, tea. You could just have water. And then, like, day two mm-hmm. was, like, only fruit, but not bananas. So you could have every fruit but bananas. And then day three was, like, more back to vegetables and fruit again. Or I don't know. And then day four was, like, bananas and milk. And that's it. And I'm like, I was, what? I was waiting for you to say it was this only bananas. This is so and I know, right? Well, no, I guess tomato. Tomatoes might be the day after that. I think it was like tomatoes and, um, like meat. If you're you could a classic, have like, if any, you're a classic know, Star it, Trek fan, this is reminding you of Fizzbin. She's and telling I'm not me all this that. stuff, and I'm like, and and she was at work while she was doing this. She was constantly hungry, and I'm like, why would mm-hmm. you do this to yourself? Because mm-hmm. your body needs fat. It needs. For energy, you need you can't just live off mm-hmm. of fruit and vegetables all day. I mean, what you, you should eat a lot of them, what but is, you should eat other things too. <laughs> what is this particular? Right. Is this specifically cleansing? I don't think it was even like a cleanse so much as that's not a cleanse. I mean, I, cleanses, cleanses. Well, you not, need to be careful. You need to make sure you're doing it right. Because I know? did a colon cleanse and it was less painful. Than well, well, oh, I, I I drank this. I drank. Yeah, this stuff. I mean, there are actual. Yeah, that's, that's there different. are actual diets no, no, specifically just, designed to help you cleanse your insides. But it's very specific. Right. She's yeah, it's pretty specific too. about what you should eat and when. You know, because it's designed to, you know, and yeah, that's that's one thing. But this, I think, I don't know, I think it was more just to lose weight. And like I said, she did lose weight, but mm-hmm. she's probably gained it all back. So it's like, I don't get the point. Yeah, you have mm-hmm. to be incredibly careful yeah. with any sort of cleansing anything, um, which I found kind of interesting. Because, I mean, yeah, does it work initially? Yeah, it works initially. But, like, you know, as soon as you start eating again, where is your body going to put right. that food? Doesn't, mm-hmm. It doesn't use it for fuel. It stores it because it's like, oh, crap, you're yes. starving. I need to go into yeah, starvation right. mode. So well, I that's think that's like only- brown bananas. Yeah. You know, you're not supposed to eat overripe bananas because that triggers your body to store things. Mm-hmm. That's, so, yeah. you know. I mean, I'm sure that your mom I mean, is aware of everything and, you know, that, mm-hmm. that, yeah. So, I mean, but I mean, like I have a friend, um, who does all these juice cleanses like for weeks on end. And it's like, yeah, I mean, he's lost a ton of weight, but it's like, how really healthy is that for you? Mm -hmm. I mean, I I think the society has put such an emphasis on weight. It's not right. That people like weight does not, weight loss does not equal healthiness. Right. Yeah. 
Like, you have to do it right. right. And likewise, I mean, you have you can, to. You can be. You need to nourish your body. You can't just starve yourself. Right. And, you know, it's just you can't do that. There are people who who you know are are overweight who are very healthy otherwise, and there are people who are very, you know. <laughs> that would be. Mean. And there are people who are very skinny who are in terrible shape. Who eat shape. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know mm-hmm. people like that that can eat literally whatever they want, and they will not gain a pound. But it doesn't mean that they're healthier than the rest of us just yeah. because they're not putting on weight. It's like, but if you're eating crap all day, you're at the end of the day, your health's not going to be as good as mine or, or someone else's yeah, eating for, better. And so for all that, you live in a farm. You eat – like, I'm picturing you opening a window and just reaching out and grabbing dinner. Like <laughs> I know. <laughs> And all like your well, grass-fed, no, it's, it's, it's like, it's, yeah. no, seriously, it's like you like there's eating off the land. Like you literally, you're eating off the land. Like how much more natural do you want to get than that? So I mean, well, yeah, I posted the other day that I absolutely adore going. Hmm, I wonder what's what we should have for dinner. All I know, asparagus sounds good. Going out yeah. to the garden, picking it, dropping it in the water, and eating That's it five best. minutes later. Yeah, you know. So I- can I can I uh, confess Sorry. something here real quick? Remember how I, the, our like last stories. our last health episode, I said that I basically started eating uh, vegetables like th- for the first time, really at the beginning yeah. of this year. I had I had asparagus for the first time. You had never oh, wait, had it wait, before. Wait. Oh my god, I'm Did, in shock. I have a question. Did anyone warn yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, about the, uh, the after, yeah, no, I, okay. I, I'm aware. Okay. 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 I had something happen to me. Well, once and Bob, me. if you ever decide. For whatever reason, mm-hmm. no, I, I think uh, I think good. I'll I mean, eat a bowl full of beets. Oh, Bob, be careful! You need to, you need to remember, you are not, <laughs> you do not have colon cancer. It's just the beets <laughs> on the way out <laughs> because it can be kind of disconcerting. No, <laughs> I could you understand never, that. Yeah, that you've never lived because when I had when Jen came to visit me and I promptly almost dropped dead the next day. Yeah. They had to do an endoscopy. Mm-hmm. They, no, they into the endoscopy. They did a um, They did a barium. A so I did, but they I, had to drink barium. I just well I did drink a bunch of barium and they did the thing where they looked down and they and they check everything out and they never warned you that your poop turns white. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah, you think you're dying and your poop turns white, it completely changes your outlook on life. <laughs> so I'm glad that I would imagine. Oh, so. but I love asparagus, especially this time of year. It's finally coming into season um, Bob and I where we are. I love it. I probably cook it, I don't know, a couple times a week just because I love it when it's in season. And don't you're... ever buy it frozen, though. It's not mm-hmm. good frozen. Well, it is kind of funny because you're in the bathroom and you forget oh, you had yeah. asparagus yeah. the previous evening. And you're like, oh, my God. No, you're all of a sudden reminded, oh, I had asparagus. <laughs> it's all happening. Yeah. Well, it was funny. Uh, I, we did a shout out to Wolfie the other day, but we'll do another shout out to Wolfie. Because when I posted that, he said, ooh, I had some for lunch. And so I said, oh, our pee will smell the same for, the day, for a day <laughs> or really something. Funny. So we were pee buddy. Uh, we're talking I. about a lot of body functions um, on tonight's There's episode pretty much no it. vegetable I won't eat <laughs> and I don't like, except for randomly parsnips. I hate parsnips. I but I like everything else. I hate cauliflower. And let's say that I hate um, uh, on the, the, the pizza. Um, on the pizza? No. On Tomatoes. The pizza. No. I, well, I hate tomatoes, but on um, well, I hate I like tomatoes with their ground top. But I don't you don't like cilantro. Cilantro. That's an herb. That's not a vegetable. Well, no, it's the but it's green. Yeah, it's an herb. It's green. Okay, I'm gonna make you a cilantro so, cauliflower um, salad with pizza. With, pizza <laughs> with a side of pizza. With pizza and asparagus. <laughs> and I'm gonna come into the men's room at work. I'll just be screaming, "Get out! Get out!" 
which actually somebody posted this morning on my uh wall or you know a friend of mine liked a page or whatever and it's you know usually it's like the heavier weight person and is the before picture and then the really skinny person's the after picture mm-hmm. well this one she's really skinny before and she's heavier she's not fat she's heavier in the yeah. after um i'm gonna post it in our chat it sort of is coming up uh she is nude you can't see anything but i'm warning you that she no, is, is nude this? in this not safe for work folks not safe for work nsfw and i just shall i post it in the chat too no, who is this again? Post it in the chat too um my sister-in-law posted okay. this picture but I just thought it was really interesting because the before after the before picture is her really skinny. And now and then they did the after. So this is, you know, this is the body image yeah. movement. Now how much time And they're trying to show people this. how much time elapsed between the two of them? I don't she know. Just looks but old. I think she looks fine. She looks fine. No, I'm I was qu- yeah. I was questioning it. No, why cuz it looks yeah. like just her face and her um like her hairstyle. She just looks much younger in the first yeah. one, so I was curious if it was well, like you a know, women are supposed to have curves, man. No, I just I was curious if it was like I like it same year one thousand one million uh, four thousand thirty two people. It looks like they got a million likes or something like that. That's awesome. I tried to close it. And the one that my sister in law posted, it was a better picture, but I wasn't able to bring up the better picture. So targeting mm. real beauty from the inside out. I like it. I like yeah. It. Oh, a few other um, people. On Facebook are posting the um, picture with the shoes. We haven't talked yeah. about Boston yet. Boston is a big. I'm glad. In retrospect, we didn't podcast last week because I don't think we would have mm-hmm. been in the mindset. Yeah, we weren't in the mindset. I think we. Well, the next day was just a very Friday. Was a very strange day around here, mm-hmm. just with everything. It Danielle, was very strange. Danielle had gone had gone to work very early in the morning on Friday, so it's a good thing we didn't podcast because she couldn't have done it because she had to go to her doctor's appointment. To right. Yeah. So I was, she was like, fine. I had to get up at 4, and I was driving to work at 4.30, and I put on the radio, and it's news. So I'm thinking right away, like, something's happened because it's not music. And it was pretty much live updates about basically the beginning of the manhunt to get the two um, suspects in the Boston Marathon bombing. And it was just, like, Mm -hmm. surreal. It just... It was weird. It was like, it felt really scary because Watertown, Massachusetts is not that far from where we live. And yet at the same time, it's like, is this really happening? Like, it, it it's this weird sense of knowing that it, it's happening, but not believing it. It's right. just, it was so bizarre. Um, really scary. And yeah, it's like everyone was just kind of on edge that day like none of i mean i didn't really want to be at work i wanted to be home i wanted to be locked in my house but um well it's so strange yeah, too because like when the first thing happens if you want to get your news what you want to do is you want to become friends with mr Rinna because he is he's telling me what ha- he's in arkansas and he's telling me what's happening in downtown boston because he's just following everything in real time um so when, when it first happened i thought it was manhole covers blue or mm, yeah because you know, we there's always because we there's, sure. there's always some crap happening in boston and then you actually see the footage a few hours later and you're like holy crap it's people well, are bo- you hear it you well, hear the explosion like it's awful like i watched the twin towers and I, I watched everything i had never been to new york when it happened it's weird 
Now, I'm not a Boston person. Like, we, we live in the suburbs of Boston. We're maybe five minutes from Boston. But I never usually go there because traffic and parking and everything. There's so much in the suburbs. I never mm-hmm. – we never really have to go into the city. And it's more inconvenient to do so. So we usually stick to the suburbs. But it's it's weird to see, like, your mayor and, and your governor and everything, like, reacting to this as it's happening in real time. And then – you know, a few hours later, you find out that, you know, the girl you dated in high school was there with her family and they were standing right where the bomb went off. And yeah. a buddy of theirs called and said, hey, bring your kids. They're four year old and they're two year old. Bring yeah. your kids up the street where, you know, at whatever restaurant and they, and they moved a couple feet and, you know, the bombs went off. It's, it's scary as hell to. Well, and the thing about it is that I didn't know anybody directly that was there, but almost everyone I know did know someone who was there and either had been in a different area and so they were fine you know i i don't think i know anybody who who knew any of the victims my mother, but, my mother oh that's did. right yeah. Couple, yeah and then also like uh the the mit police officer who was killed i guess his his aunt mm-hmm. his aunt goes to the same church as my mother so she was aware you know she knew mm-hmm. uh she knew who that was um it's just really and it's weird really too. It's like I had the doctor's appointment on Thursday, and I'm sitting in the in the hospital waiting area, and the Secret Service are locking down the building because the president's coming in. Mm-hmm. And when I left because of where they were setting up, I got I just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. I got detoured, and I actually had to drive to Watertown. So that was right. like the day before. So then I'm like, I'm never in Watertown. I'm like, oh my god. So I mean, it's 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 weird. And the, and the funny thing is, because I'm very active on. You know, Twitter and everything. I'm very. I have political views on everything, so I'm always poking the bear and I'm always you know yakking no. about them. No, yeah, that's not you at all. No, <laughs> we have we have, we now have a separate you know puff with Twitter. Follow us, PFW casts at Twitter. <laughs> um, I I just separate it, but nice plug. It, yeah, and it's oh thank you, and it's it's we couldn't find the password to the other one. But, you know, it's it's weird because you hear all these, you know, people on the far right saying, oh, Boston police, you know, declared martial law and you know, all these horrible things about, you know, what the state police did and the FBI did because they literally locked everyone in their homes for a day. And if you came out of your house, like they pointed big guns at you and you walked mm-hmm. back in. Yeah. And everyone in the world seems to have an opinion on that. But the people who were there were very grateful for it because there's literally guys mm-hmm. driving down streets throwing bombs at cops. That doesn't usually happen here. Yeah. Anywhere. And it, it's it's weird to have people – because I'm not from New York. I'm not – this isn't something I'm used to, having more firsthand knowledge you know, than a lot of people yeah. who, are, who are throwing and opinions around. It's it's just a weird – And it's really, it's really mm-hmm. kind of – I don't know. I'm finding it really irritating about – you know, the people that are offering up these opinions and analysis of what happened and they don't live here. So it's like, they don't know mm-hmm. what it felt like. And yeah, most people that I know that I talked to on that Friday when they had started that search, we were all scared as hell. And we, and I don't live in Watertown. If I lived there, I would be so grateful that the police were doing what they were doing. That I wouldn't be questioning it. And the thing is, people say, like, well, it was such an inconvenience. You shut down all these towns. It's like, um, it was a day. Uh, and we got the guys. So can we yeah. just get past that? Because in the end, what they did worked. And I don't know. Well, the part that but was I'm scary, finding that the people that are criticizing it are not the people that live here. And the part that was scary as hell was on Friday night, they shut down mm-hmm. the town for the day. A lot of people stayed home from work. A lot of people I know were locked in their homes. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they say, okay, it's 5 o'clock. We, we couldn't find them. So yeah. um, everyone come out. 
and um, have fun at the soccer games tomorrow. And uh, yeah, we'll let you know. And they all climb back into their cop cars. Right. And it's, uh, it's, you right. want us to go out now? Like, it was so dangerous all day. We and couldn't it leave our homes. so but, bizarre. And it was so 20 weird. 20 minutes later, And literally they got 20 him. minutes later, they got him. But for that, I'm like, do something. Find him. Do something. So you can't then turn around and say, oh, you, you went too far. You, I mean, right. you, you had to get the guy. But, I mean, that was, you know, the, obviously the scary thing that happened. And the, the funny part of it, there's very few funny parts because so many people died but the, and remained. But the funny part of it was, I always forget when these things happen, the stories go global so it doesn't occur to me mm -hmm. that there are people you know beyond my little corner of the world here watching this on tv so the person who got very wrapped Aww. up into the story was keza keza now keza doesn't know where i keza. live she's trying to call me at the house to make sure <laughs> i'm okay Poor keza. she's trying to map quest me and we already know that you know phone calls between us and Australia you know, they, I called her once. We got it. To, we did get it to work. So she was trying to do it. Now, the thing about Boston is we have our mayor is Tom Menino. He's been the mayor for 20 years. He's one of those guys that works 18 hour days yeah. every day. And that's he's, not an exaggeration. He's, he's, he really he's does everywhere. You know, like, you know, there's a supermarket opening somewhere. He runs in, cuts the ribbon, runs mm -hmm. out because he's got another one. He's active for everything now tom and Nino in the past year i think he's had uh what has he had he, we think he had a stroke i don't think he actually had they won't one. say it he yeah he's diagnosed with diabetes. Bro diabetes broken leg like everything happened he's announced he's not running for another term the day before the bombings breaks his leg has surgery on his leg mm -hmm. so now they've got him in a little wheelchair he looks like dr Strangelove. they're wheeling him around <laughs> everywhere and yeah. they decide to, you know, every politician in the state, when they catch him, is going to say a few words. So they get the the, the um, colonel of the state police up, big strapping young man, he talks, and then they get the governor up. Now, the governor, lovely guy, is like five foot four. Okay. Yeah, he's, a little, he's a little man. So little Deval Patrick gets up and, and he gives his thing. And then, um, I'm sorry, I'm getting text messages and everything is beeping. I was like, so, yeah, that would be Ryan. so little Duvall comes up, he talks, and then they get Carmen Ortiz up. She's the U.S. attorney. She's five feet flat. Yeah. So little Carmen Ortiz talks, and she's, you know, like, get, we're getting closer to the microphones because everyone's getting shorter the more we're going. Then they wheel up little Tom Menino in his wheelchair. They didn't give him a special microphone. So you can just see the very top of his head. I know. Now, the thing with Tom cool. Menino is we call him Mumbles Menino. Because in the 20 years he's been mayor, Wait. no one has understood the damn thing he has said. Yeah. He, he gets up and he's, see you, Boston. No one knows what he's saying. Now, Keza usually doesn't know what I'm saying because there's little accents, you know, and there's the differences. Jenny can, you know, hang on for dear life. Keza has a little bit of difficulty. So Keza is trying to watch I Tom Menino speak. And follow along. You and she sends me a message. Who the hell is this little man? <laughs> what is he trying to say? She's like, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> like the thing in the world. I had no idea. I mean, he is pretty sure he thanked the scissors of Boston. He did. Point. He wants to say the citizens of Boston. He thanked the scissors. Yeah. And it was really sad because when the bombing happened, he got up and he had just had surgery in his leg. He clearly is on painkillers. Yeah. They, they, they dumped him in a wheelchair and wheeled him in. He's giving out phone numbers. They're not the right ones. Like, he's giving out, like, his mother-in-law's <laughs> phone number. Like, he's, you know, it's for a good time. Call. Like, it's nah. like, oh, my God. Poor, poor guy. guy. So, but, 
everyone's been very um, sweet to the people of Boston. I'm actually. I know. Um, it's Dan- really been nice. Danielle was showing me just before we came on. There's a new picture circulating. On oh, yeah. The cover of Boston Magazine. I don't know if anyone's seen it. Yeah, the one with all the shoes in the, the shape of the heart. Oh, so That's pretty cool. Um, it's sort of like the little things that mean the most, which sounds silly, but like the Yankees playing Sweet Caroline at their game. Those are the little things that kind of make you feel better that you realize that, you know, we have our rivalries and all this and that when it comes to sports. And it was just nice to see uh, all the other teams reaching out and being like, you know, we've been through it too, especially with New York. And um, it was just really nice to see all that. So it's, and the thing which I always feel bad about is like, whenever like you have a tragedy, if anyone else has one, it always gets it feels like yeah. second fiddle. Well, no, it yeah. is. It's like every time, like when Margaret Thatcher died, the the woman from the Mickey Mouse Club died the same day, and no one wrote about her because Margaret Thatcher died. And right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Farrah Fawcett died the same day as Michael Jackson or whatever, and everyone. Yep. Farrah Fawcett died, right? Yes. She okay. had like yeah. no cancer, I think, or something horrible. She did, but she died the same day. Oh, yeah. God. Bob, we've talked. There's I think there is. Cancer? All right. Now we've. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was something horrible like that. It, it was. Wasn't it? Because have just said cancer. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, anyway. She had cancer of the anus bubble. Um, <laughs> that makes sense. Where was I going with this? Oh, uh, yeah. Now, in the last week, um, Kat sent me a message saying Chicago is underwater. Now, I'm literally in lockdown at the moment. I'm I like, I'll get back and, to you. And then in Texas, the, um, Texas, the, the fertilizer plant. The fertilizer plant. Yeah. Exploded. The fertilizer. The entire... Did you hear about the man that was that ran in the boston marathon had just crossed the finish line when the first bomb went off his wife was actually next to someone who lost limbs in and then he was in texas the next day and filmed or was there when the fertilizer plant blew so he survived both of them i hate to say it that's the type of guy that gets like yeah bus in traffic the next day like he should really it's just uh... That, I think that's what was so horrific is that if you wanted to see the very graphic pictures of what happened is that they were available. Like you could look online and you could see pictures people took of just how badly people were injured. I don't have the stomach to look at things mm-hmm. like that, but, um, you know, yeah. I know Ryan looked at a couple, um, I saw, you know, a couple, it just seeing the blood on the sidewalk was kind of enough and it was just enough to show, you know, just how horrible it must have been for all those people. And uh, I mean, yeah, like well, the yeah, only that's what mom good said. thing that comes out of it is, you know, it's just how everybody pulled together and you have those runners that went and donated blood, which was amazing. Um, yeah. I mean, that's all you can hope for is like it, people will come out of it on the other side and, We'll be better people and we'll be kinder people, I hope. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, and, you know, I, I don't know if you got, if you heard this part of it, but I, hello, Alex. I was at work, so I knew nothing, absolutely nothing. And I come home and usually the first thing I do is I click on yeah. Facebook and yeah. I see what's going on. And the very first thing I see on Facebook is Ryan's post. And Ryan's post says there ordering an evacuation of Boston, but people are confused because they don't know if it's just for the visitors or if it's for everybody. And I look at my mom and I say, wow, Boston must be having really bad weather Uh, because I knew there was flooding going on and things. 
the Boston must be having really bad weather because they're evacuating. And mom's like, oh no. But that was, that was the first thing I saw. And that was my first reaction because I had no clue. I'm in class from one to right. five. They don't tell me anything. I don't get any news. I, I mean, the whole world could blow up and I wouldn't know. Hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, well, it was a very. I guess. Flooding yeah. It was, medicine. yeah, it was very, well, they were, I think everyone was being cryptic because I think there were so many visitors in the city. They were telling everyone to get out because they just mm-hmm. wanted to clear the streets, but. Yep. Okay, if I live there, do I have to get out? Like it's like it was, it, yeah, it was we, we could use a little um, more information. It's just bizarre. Yeah. So. Well, I was yeah, during I was in the LA riots when the LA riots yeah. went down, and I was in a preschool full of children locked yeah. down. So, I I have a, a little bit of a, a background, you know, not nearly as much as this, but I I remember it. I remember being really scared and thinking, you know, why are we in school and watching kids? vandalized cars out in front of the preschool so it can be a really scary thing i'm thinking about everyone else so what else did we have happening so we had michigan was underwater chicago was underwater texas had the explosion boston had that are we leaving anything out of the there was uh there was snow lots of lots of snow um bear had 18 inches of snow in like two days or something like that or a day hmm so they were just this is just a bizarre week. It's like it's just been crazy. Not to like oh go ahead, Sue, I'm no, sorry. Go ahead. What's up? No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say, good. well, for talking about, you know, all like crazy disaster stuff. Have you guys been following uh the stuff with uh H seven N nine? The uh the new super bird no. flu. <laughs> this bird flu no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the super boost is really yeah, bad. Yeah, it's killed a, a bunch of people oh, in China. Geez. And then it, I guess earlier today, it finally switched, uh, jumped over to Taiwan, I think it was. So, but apparently it's like, um, it was described to me as like the megazord of bird flus. Apparently it's like a bunch of bird flus, like merged together to make super bird flu. Now, what's flu. the deal with this? Mm-hmm. How does it compare to the past bird flu? That was it each one M one? I think you, you multiply it by a million and then that's the new one. Like well literally a million or like is that just Well, I that's I don't know. The way that they're talking about it is that there's no known cure, there's no um nothing that they can give you to you know, you get your flu shots, there's nothing that's gonna mm-hmm. touch it. It's a mutant mutant strain it's like bob said it's different strains that have merged together and are super mutant so it's the incredible hulk of oh good and it has i'm looking here it has jumped to humans that's reassuring mm-hmm. yeah no um there's been 110 yeah. cases reported including the one in taiwan mm-hmm. i mentioned and i guess apparently 23 <laughs> people have died wow. i guess the the one the the news thing i was re- watching or i forget it was what i was reading or watching they said that the, but they believe that it's not being spread by migratory birds. It's only being spread like by chickens, uh, like poultry, poultry birds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So as long as everyone, you know, stays in their respective areas, it should stay on that side of the pond. That is so bizarre. Like, Count to so ten. Creepy. All right, I'm looking up information. Now, this is coming from CNN. CNN is no longer oh, the gold standard. I don't know standard. if I'd go by CNN. We but... found. Um, we're, we're not. We're... <laughs> CNN. They're like, oh, hey, yeah. So Scarlett says that they had a few earthquakes. She also says, Ryan, you are strange. But I'm, oh, not sure why. I'm not sure why. Oh, it's outside yeah. of China. Yeah, uh, Taiwan. Taiwan. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
said. I forget where Taiwan is in relation to the whole. Now, the thing I just want to clarify here is we've had terrorism, flooding, earthquakes, bird flu. Have I missed? Uh-huh. I, I think that the world, but Yellowstone has not blown up. Sue have to go there. But what? Sue just, Sue just said. <laughs> no, it hasn't blown up yet. The whole damn thing. Sue just. <laughs> all right so do we have anything else that we want to get out anyone have gout do we have gout attacks out there anyone got gout i mean are we talking like just like you know body oh, no. issues we talked no. about smelly like, pee no, body issues colon cleanses yeah. well i'm i i get to take tuesday off to go sit in the waiting room um well someone i know has a colonoscopy so that I oh, can drive them fun. home. Oh, that's that. a blast. Chestnut. <laughs> I, I, I had to have a yeah. diagnosed, and the fun thing was they wouldn't give me the Michael Jackson drug, and they thought I was a drug addict for asking for no. it. Yeah, they no. No, get... for your colonoscopy, you did get the Michael no, Jackson drug. No, yeah, I, because you're right. that was, was Dr. My, whatever. Right. What's it his was face? my endoscopy. I didn't get it. Yeah. That's correct. Now, before we move on to happier things, do we have anything left? Anyone have irritable bowel? Anyone got problems with their spleen? Do they want to discuss kidney stones? We'll do kidney stones over here. Ryan, when will you learn not to provoke the Pufwa gods? Never say things like kidney stones will take them right here. You're going to get kidney stones. Oh, that's right. You already did. Your fellow Pufwanians wish you a speedy recovery. Mm, kidney stones right, sound like fun. We'll take care no? of everything right now. We're just going to get this all out of the way. All right, I have to close the thing on the bird flu because it's depressing now. Yeah, I was gonna say I have a happier-ish story, but it has transition to do with my body. Bob, transition. Uh, apparently, I may be a racist. What? Oh, but we're not sure. Not, not me specifically, but my alter ego, Caden Darkrest. Caden oh. Darkrest is a racist. Oh, yeah. Caden. Uh, I have. It's okay. I'll, I'll quickly tell the story because it's very nerdy, but we'll. Uh, I'll, I'll run with it. Um, so I have this group that I play Dungeons and Dragons with, and Caden Darkcrest is actually the character I play in my Dungeons and Dragons game, and uh, he's you know a paladin, righteous, you know, good guy. And so we're we're helping these two uh, in the game. We're helping these two elf uh, sisters, and then we're talking, and then we decide to go do something. But they like my the people I'm playing with like don't really inform the char- like the sisters, if you will. And so then I I turn to my fellow players. And I and I, what I mean to say is, what are we going to do about these elves' problem? However, I misspoke and said, what are we going to do about the elf problem? <laughs> and I, I guess apparently they took that as I wanted to kill lots and lots and lots of elves because you know, like I don't know. But so <laughs> then they just Dobby. started. They, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, so they then started calling me a racist, and then we started thought. Then we all thought it was pretty funny, and so yeah. So Caden is racist against all elvish esque type. Uh, well, they're not really little people. Well, but Puff, I guess to, now Puff was getting a thing because Jen runs them over yeah. with her shopping cart at Walmart. Little people. Mm-hmm. No, she does, she did, and then they say, "Oh, don't worry, it happens all the time." And they get up and they wipe themselves off and they continue with their days. Aww. They keep going and they keep going. It's very sad. That was the happy story that we had. That you're ultra. I said happy. Uh, I said it was a story. No, you said happy. You implied, you I said happy-ish. Oh, okay. Racism. Jenny has happy news. Oh, thank God. What does she have? Um, 
I'm, I'm going to go with New Zealand here. Yay, NZ. yes. Legalized gay marriage. They actually, I put a thing up on Facebook. You can, if you YouTube it, you'll find it. There was a legislator from New Zealand who did a thing on the passage of the gay marriage, or where they were trying to pass gay marriage. This was last Saturday, I think, or whatever. And it was literally the funniest thing I've ever seen on the issue. He was, he was just so, he's like, it was absolutely hysterical. Just Google's, you know, New Zealand gay marriage or whatever. And it's this 50 year old balding guy and going on and on. It, it was awesome. But that's, that's great. Now I think uh, Rhode Island has as well. Are they next up? Well, Did like, they? Yeah. Well, I think four gay people live there. It's a very small state, but Rhode Island is. The, uh, the French did it as well. Nice. I believe. I think it was the French. Yeah. I mean, I think the tide is turning that way. So this is good. I, I yeah, just, I just think it's kind of amusing that the, that the French are following us now, because you know, they they haven't been following us, you know, since the war. So. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to be. There's a lot well, of states that don't support it, so I don't think they're following us. Well, we're, you could maybe they're following Massachusetts. I could say that we were the first. We were no uh, Vermont had the civil unions first, not marriage. Well, that was no, we were the first. Yep, court order. We were, we were the first. So. Anyway, hmm. I I got to um, be somewhat of a mechanic yesterday. Oh, Mooney saw the video too. Sorry, from the uh, from New Zealand. Yeah, it was really it good. We'll really put a link to it. It was really good. The uh, our tractor has a fuse that's shorted out, so the lights keep blinking. So you know, we get up in the middle of the night and look out in the yard, and there's lights blinking, and it's the tractor, and you have to go turn it off because uh-huh. this fuse. So now the battery's dead. And we had the handyman pre-cut around the trees in the orchard because I can't get the tractor in underneath them without breaking branches because it's got a roll bar on it. So we have all these beautiful little circles that he put around all the trees, but then the grass is about a foot tall. And mom said, you know what? It's sunny and dry. Why don't you mow? And so I went out on Sunday. I was all excited. I was going out to mow. I had my podcast on. I climbed up on the tractor and I tried to start it and the battery's dead. And I sat there and went, Hmm, this isn't going to work. Yeah. So we have one of those handy dandy new jumpers that you don't have to put it on another car. You just have this machine and it jumps it all by itself. Mm -hmm. So she said, well, I'm going to be gone last night. She said, I'm going to be gone on the chicken egg delivery. But when you get home from work, why don't you, you mow? And I said, okay. So I went out with the little handy-dandy jumper thing, all excited. I was going to go and jump the tractor. And I walked out, and I popped the hood. There's no battery. What? I'm looking. I'm like, hmm. So I walk around to the other side, thinking, well, maybe I just can't see it. No. So then I have to stand there and scratch my head and go, now, if I was a battery, where would I hide? Where would I be? <laughs> I'm just picturing, wasn't the last tractor that you were on, Sue, didn't you have to crash it into, like, the main gate or something? Yeah, we had to crash it into a post to make it stop running. It's in the th- it's in the theme music, actually, as I recall. Mm-hmm. I know it, it is. is. <laughs> I was going to say. So I'm happy to say that on the second try, I figured out where the battery was, and I got it jumped, and I mowed, and it looks pretty good, except for the spots that my tractor can't reach that the handyman didn't quite know to get. But for the most part, the orchard is mowed, and all of the trees are in bloom, so we should have... Some really nice fruit this year. Nice. This is what I love about Sue. She literally has a good. No, she always has something good growing. And I may stop by the farm. I know. I know. 
I, I've got to plan this just right. You guys need to come. I think in June, that's plum season. Oh, Usually we bad. have so many plums we don't know what to do with. Or cherry season. You might like the Love cherries. cherries. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm not a really big plum person. How does April sound? What do you have available in April? Uh, nothing. Not much Asparagus. yet. That's a little Asparagus. too early. Yeah. yeah, you have to kind of show up right yeah. now to make April. Well, I meant 2014. Brian, yes. Uh, when you come, yes. this is what you get to do. You get to stand in the bucket of the tractor, and then I get to raise you up into the tree so oh. you can pick. Oh, this nice. cannot fail. <laughs> no. <laughs> just make sure Jen's not there. Oh, yeah. I'm just be asking good. for it. We should have Hoovwa Khan raise and lower people all the farm. What about my farm? Something. We should just make Hoovwa Khan. Khan? Yeah, I know. Yes. We'll all just <laughs> Well, it's sort of happening for LeakyCon. Oh, Scott's right. coming. Cat's coming. Kelly's coming. Um, Just Jane is going to be here. Starry Skies is going to be in town. Kelly shared some startling news with me tonight. I guess I, I think she was having something with her Twitter or she was found out how to post things on Facebook from Twitter. Melissa Gilbert, who you'll remember from Little House in the Prairie. Oh, yeah. And she, if you followed our Babylon 5 podcast, she um, was married to Bruce Boxleitner, who was the um, star of Babylon 5. He was also Scarecrow of Mrs. King, whoever that was. Um, and, uh, you know, she was, she was, you know, Bruce Boxleitner's wife. And I remember reading something about Bruce Boxleitner and, and Melissa Gilbert separating. And this is, I thought, like three months ago. I thought it was relatively recently, but I guess it's been a little bit longer. Well, she has gotten remarried. And she got married. Wow. She wore a bright red dress to her wedding, and she got remarried. And, and there was a picture up, and I clicked on the picture, and I'm looking at, at the groom. I'm like, he looks awfully familiar. So I'm like zooming in, zooming in, zooming in. If you're a fan of the West Wing, Melissa Gilbert married Danny Kincannon from the West Wing. <laughs> and, it's oh, no. and it's freaking me out a little bit because... They're both red-haired. <laughs> well, they're both red-haired. It's really funny. It's like the Weasleys. But we figured out Arthur and Molly were second cousins or something, right? Yeah. Beforehand. So that was why they had red hair. Yeah. But the thing is, is that Danny Kincannon, I follow his fictional character on Twitter. And he's... On Twitter, he's married to, to, to Alice and Janney's character. So I feel like somehow my little Twitter guy is, is cheating with the Wilson's <laughs> Concerning Aww. me, and I hold mm. Kelly personally responsible for the confusion yeah. that it's caused me. So mm -hmm. there, there's that. So, all right, we've covered terrorism, pattern <laughs> male baldness. We've no, talked we about smelly pee, white poop, flooding. Is that going to be the title of this episode? No. Uh, I really hope not. Smelly pee and white it's poop. It's going to bring in the ratings, Bob. We've talked about these many, many things. Now, I'm looking to see if there's anything happy. We can go out within our last twenty-five minutes here. Well, um, when did you want to discuss uh, that movie that you saw? Or are we looking to do that later? Yeah, after? why don't we? I'm going to throw it out there. I'm not going to get too deeply into it. Um, I, I'm sorry to say I haven't done the research on this. So if anyone has a computer and wants to do this as I'm talking here, uh, Danielle and I are big fans, obviously, of Chuck, um, starring uh, Zachary Levi. And Danielle is a huge fan, as am I. Danielle probably a little bit more of um, Gilmore Girls, which starred uh, Lauren Graham and Alexis Bledel. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Danielle learned a week ago that there was a Hallmark movie that was coming out starring Zachary Levi from Chuck and Alexis Bledel. And uh, we DVR'd it and we watched it the other day. And it was, I mean, it was a Hallmark movie, um, 
but it, I, it was very well acted. It was very well done. I, you know, it, it has, I think every Hallmark movie has a type of, you know, basic, you know, tone and everything, but it, it was. Yeah, but it wasn't hokey. Like it, it was good. Um, I don't know. Zachary Levi was awesome. It was I very, think. yeah, it was, it was, it was very I good. he played his part really well. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, mm. we'll get into this because it's, um, I know not a lot of people had a chance to watch it, but I believe the Hallmark Channel is re-airing it this weekend because they said after seven days it would be re-shown. So it's either going to be on, I think it was ABC, shared it last time. So it's probably going to be on either ABC or the Hallmark Channel probably Hallmark this Channel. weekend. And, um, I know it's going on DVD also. It was it was very good. The cast was was the, the two mains did a phenomenal job. They had good chemistry too. Yeah, they had they had very good chemistry. Unlike Steve Carell Unlike Steve and Steve Carell Knightley. and Kira Knightley, that was so, <laughs> so bad. That was so, so bad. No, I have actually... to say that my my coworker because I she had brought in a list of movies and so I called her and I said, "Is this movie on your list of movies? Because I need to watch it." And she's like, "No, but I can Netflix it for you." But of course, it didn't come till the Monday after the podcast. Did you watch it? Did you watch but it? She and her husband watched it, and they loved it. They gave it four stars. What? How much? You how close? So. <laughs> Just saying, you need new friends. Wait, no, that means that that means we no longer would need to be Jen's friends. So I take that back. Yes. Yeah, well, I, I felt bad for Jen. Jen was having a rough week last week, too, and I think we didn't like her movie, and she cried. <laughs> you could tell in editing, even Bob was like, I thought it was very promising. Like, he's struggling <laughs> so hard to find something like, through in that. I liked episode. the message that it attempted to tell in between the awkward relationship with <laughs> yeah, Kira Knightley. That no one really Steve bought it, too. <laughs> and yeah. they had sex in the Buick, and that was just... Weird. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was. Do we had? Do we ever even talk about that that much? It was like that awkward sex scene. That's like all we mentioned of it. Well, the, yeah. the uh, well, it came after the much more awkward kind of like orgy scene. Pee break <laughs> during the awkward you sex did. scene because I didn't even see it. You did. It was I heard the... her say, "I want you to be my last," and I was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> it's not a line you hear very no, often. No, it was it? just like, um, yeah, I need to go take a bathroom break. Exactly. Yeah, Danielle left. For... <laughs> Large swaths of the movie. No. But anyway, the um, the plot line of the movie, which isn't uh, really a spoiler because it's, I think, in the first shot of the movie, is it's similar, I think, in um, message probably to is it Fifty First. I never saw Fifty First Dates, so I don't know. I think that was more of a comedy. This this movie was yeah. more of, it's I guess, of drama. 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 I mean, it was more like yeah. legitimately, how do you deal with? Short-term Zachary Levi, loss, like not knowing his character had an aneurysm, so he can create short-term memories. But when he sleeps, they essentially get wiped out. His long-term memories are solid, but he can't create new ones. So every morning he, you know, had an aneurysm. He wakes up one and day. he doesn't know where he. Every is. morning he wakes up and he thinks it's the next day, the, the day following the accident. He doesn't remember the accident, so he has to have notes in his apartment, like "You're in New Orleans." Read this folder, and he has to literally relearn every morning what happened to him where he works where he right, goes what he does and the so. importance for him of having a schedule and recording himself leaving messages for himself so he'll like don't forget to pick up your dry cleaning and stuff and alexis bladell is um the waitress who um he meets one morning and, and interacts with himself i mean it, it's it was really well done it was really I enjoyed it it was like after we watched the last movie this one <laughs> kind of helped cleanse the palette so to speak i think um and i think we just got um it's the cable premiere i guess we're getting uh it's called remember sunday 
uh, with mm-hmm. Alexis Bledel and Zach Levi. Um, the cable premiere is Sunday, April 28th, which is this coming Sunday at 5 o'clock. Is that right? Which is weird because I thought it premiered last it's week. It's a weird but, time. Yeah. Check your listings. Check your listings. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably going to be on the Hallmark Channel. And it's supposed to be on DVD as well. So if you can rent it from iTunes or whatever. If I, you have it, like a DVR. Yeah. You just if, you're, if you're looking for a good chick flick, it's definitely a good chick yeah. flick. Um, I don't know. It was good. Yeah, it's it's it was definitely good. Zach Levi could sell anything. He's just I like he's, him. He's a very good, very, I very like good his, actor. His character was good. So you you'll enjoy yeah. that. Yeah. I just want to say, just based off of what you guys have said, though, it it if you watch Fifty First Dates, you would have a severe, severe, severe case of deja vu. Yeah. Because it sounds like it's the exact same movie except the gender swap. That's funny. Because that had Drew Barrymore, right? Yeah. But she was the one with the memory loss. The one with the memory loss. Yeah. I think, it's... though, the difference is, because I think I've seen parts. Who's the guy in Fifty First Days? Uh, Adam Sandler, I think it is. I've seen that. That was more of a, a comedy, wasn't it? It ended up being more of a dramedy. In Did the it? End. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But uh, there was a lot of drama aspects to it. This one, but I think. I think the the comedy aspect from it was, and uh, I hope I'm not spoiling anything. But um, I guess from the movie that you guys are talking about, it sounds like he's dealing with his memory issues. Like he's aware of his memory issues. Would you say? Right, where she doesn't know. She doesn't know, and her, her family is trying to hide it from right. her. Right, and the plot yeah. is basically when will he tell her that this is an issue? And mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's much more of an issue. Is that you know, when does he tell? So I think it's it, it, it comes at it from that different perspective. I mean, parts of it are funny, too. Like, every day he meets up with his best friend, and and the best friend, the best friend makes a comment about how, you know, he's, you know, been off the market for five years since his divorce, and, and he always looks over every day, you and Brenda broke up? Because yeah. he forgets. He has to, like, remember every day this stuff. So, I mean, th- there's definitely comedic parts to it, but it's, it's like watching Rory Gilmore and, and, and Chuck Bartowski just, you know. Yeah. Hang. I would have loved if he did some kung fu moves. I know. If he said, like, I know kung fu now. <laughs> or if Rory... Ri- you know what? Or if R- her name is Molly. If Molly just really pissed me off, I would have felt more comfortable. She was good in that, though. Like, she wasn't annoying, like, some of her bits on Gilmore Girls. Danielle got she was the, good. Danielle, we, we talk about how on Gilmore Girls, there's a moment sometime in season five, five. when literally the bottom drops out. And you can actually see the exact moment Danielle was watching it earlier today. And, ugh, and you can just, Danielle just crumbled. It was kind of sad. But yeah, so watch um, Remember Sunday if you get the chance. Um, I believe um, Scarlett is screaming the word cable at me. So I believe it was the cable premiere of. Um, <laughs> yeah, of she it. was screaming at you. We'll be on Hallmark, which is. We do read the chat, people. Yeah, I was going to Sometimes it's say. hard to infer what your, you know, like your tone. We don't mean, we're not ignoring you. <laughs> it's funny i just want to mention this like when we first started uh planning out point of view weekly uh and then when i forget who exactly came up with the idea of doing it live like very specifically we like wanted to designate one person we're not going to check the chat the chat we're not supposed to be me in the chat so if there's if you are upset that it that you are not being heard by uh the hosts Blame Sue. Blame Sue. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was looking up something because I was excited about a connection for a TV show that I watched this week that had a Star Trek connection. So yeah, which show was that? I, and I was trying really hard to make sure that I was right, and I finally found the proof. So okay. here we go. Um, 
as you know, I am an NCIS fan. I know nobody else likes to watch it, but I was, they had a new person on this week. Mm -hmm. It's, they're going into their season finale. It's the last three episodes of the season and, you know, things were really being shaken up. And this woman is the new director and she came in and I'm looking at her and I'm like, I know that lady. Who is that? And I'm looking at her and the voice triggered for me, which is really funny because it's not her voice that really triggered for me, the computer on Star Trek. And it, and I, but I'm saying to myself, she's dead. She it said. can't be her. Yeah. Right. Means That's, that was what I said. I was like, wait a minute. It can't be her. She's dead. And then I went, oh no, it's her daughter. Oh, it was, so uh, Marina. Marina Sirtis. Oh. Marina Sirtis. Okay. Was a guest star on NCIS this week. And so that, and I was really excited. So I just Googled um, Star Trek IMDb and went to Marina Sirtis thinking that it would tell me if she'd been on NCIS or not, trying to figure out if I was right. And she's apparently getting ready to play the computer voice for a show called Star Trek Continues. It is in post-production right now. Star Trek Continues is a fan film. I was going to say, it looks like a fan film or a spoof. It's, I can't. I, I listen and I watch a lot of those. I think Star Trek Continues is actually an audio drama. Maybe I'm incorrect on oh, that. Maybe that sounds it's, awesome. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. It is the thing that's really hysterical. It is a fan film. Um, the thing that's funny is we've done the Harry Potter fandom for so long. And everyone, if you're in the fandom, you know, the Harmonians and the HGers and remember Gryffindor tower and lady chief, you go around here, she could go on for hours and explain all the right, big right. explosions. It's really funny because if you don't, if you're not part of the fandom, you have no earthly idea where the Harmonian is and all that stuff. The, um, the, the Star Trek fan film fandom has very similar issues and players and stuff. And there's um, Star Trek, uh, phase two, which is, you know, the gold standard, they recreated the original sets and, and they, you know, have the big budget and they, everyone, they play Captain Kirk and they, and they, you know, they, they, they have all the original writers and like Walter Koenig did one and, um, George Shakai did one and they, they were redoing it. And then there's other groups that have done a lot in that fandom, but are kind of separate and there's animosity between them. And Star Trek continues, I believe is is also doing um the original star trek and i think there's something with the guy that plays captain kirk in it that there's like you yeah i I have the thing up it says the uss enterprise historic five-year mission continues with all new episodes of the original series star trek continues a new star trek series beams down with exciting adventures of the federation's most heroic crew led by j captain james t kirk the lighting and color are highly accurate sets, um, accentuate the equally detailed props and costumes matching the original series that ran from 1966 to 69. Who plays Captain Kirk? Does it say? It doesn't say. I want to say, and I and I know this will rub up the wrong way, I want to say it's like they cast Cassandra Clare as Captain Kirk. There, there was something happened somewhere. But anyway, mm-hmm. God knows. God, see, but that, that was his mm-hmm. warning. Mm-hmm. See that? Mm-hmm. There, there was there. We're still very involved with the Harry Potter fandom, Ryan. Yes, Don't make me throw down. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Mom's like, was Harry? Oh, girl I work with has been doing on her lunch break. This um, there's a 
trivia game or whatever for her iPhone. And it's like tic-tac-toe, I guess, and you have to answer three trivia questions in like five seconds or whatever. And one of the questions was, which of these characters is from Harry Potter? And she's like, Gollum, Gandalf, <laughs> something else, or Hermione Granger. I'm like, seriously, Hermione? <laughs> so, speaking of... Hermione. Hermione. So, speaking of being involved in the fandom. But, um... Mm-hmm. So, she's doing structure continues. That's right. Renee, I was your want to the um, fan film, too. It's kind of fun, I think, when the actual... Ray posted in the chat who it is, by the way, Ren. It's like, Yeah, Vic. Vic. Vin, well, that's Vic. an interesting last name. Mignon, Mignona? Yes, there was something with Vic. He was actually on... Um, if you like Star Trek and you and you have never checked them out, but you want to give them a try, try um, Phase Two is very high quality. Hidden Frontier is mm-hmm. is actually their website was down. HiddenFrontier.com. I'm not sure if their website's back up yet, but um, they were on the air for they did like 70 episodes over 11 years. They have the most volume, um, but there's another one that's actually it's a really good quality. It's a um, group i want to say they're out of maryland it's like a theater workshop out of maryland and they've rebuilt the sets and they're doing a uh it's an original series one um it's supposed to be on the starship farragut so they run into captain kirk every now and then and he's actually played by vic what's his face there but their um stuff is actually very good quality oh, wait. too is that so the you... guy vic vic is vic. that the one that's in the ones that we've seen? No. Oh, okay. You're thinking okay. of James Crawley. Yes, okay. He James actually Crawley. recast the role. He recast the role. Why is that interesting? Crawley, that's the name on Downton Abbey. You think they're related? No, it's just funny because <laughs> it's the same name. <laughs> I don't think they're related. It's, it's like Smith. Um, yeah, there's an Elvis impersonator <sighs> that played Captain Kirk. He um, financed... <laughs> I'm kidding you. He financed Star Trek New Voyages, and he's been the executive producer for like five, six years. He just actually... He played Captain Kirk. He didn't do a bad job, but in the first movie, he saw the Elvis hair. It was kind of funny. Yeah, but, he does um, look kind of like Elvis. <laughs> like a skinny Elvis. And the guy who played Bones was actually really good. He had that curmudgeon kind of... He just was recast also. But the guy who played Bones was like a urologist or something. Really? Was, yeah, he was He was, in the, everyone, he was pretty good. Everyone's a professional actor. It's like actor, 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 uh, Elvis impersonator, urologist. urologist. It was like the funniest um, crew that he uh, got there, fun. but... Well. Sounds very, I think he's still reeling from Sandra Clare. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I can no, no. I have a question for you though, Ryan. Um, are you how? I know you're very much into television. What is your view on reality television? Uh, I've never really liked it. I think I watched um, Big Brother in its first season got pissed off and turned it off um not really a tremendous fan okay well because the reason i ask is because i personally am not that much of a reality show person either but uh are you familiar with web comics at all yeah i, I, I know what the no, web I'm is not. and i'm familiar okay, have you ever comics? heard of a website called penny arcade or a comic called penny arcade no no okay they're one of like the biggest web comics on the interwebs anyway. So, uh, they decided to, uh, for the fun of it, um, cause they did a Kickstarter and made like a ton of money. Mm-hmm. And one of their stretch goals was to do a show, uh, like a, a reality, uh, show called strip search. Okay. Oh God. And, and basically <laughs> oh, no. what they're, yeah. can't fail. 
basically what they're doing uh, is uh, basically I can't talk. Um, I need dinner. Anyway, they they're trying to find like someone to bring into their company, like a uh, another web cartoonist. And so basically, they they grabbed twelve web web cartoonists and are making their own reality television show <laughs> uh, on YouTube. Um, it is incredibly good. Like, I have watched some reality television show, and it's all about the drama, and it's all about like you know everyone hating everyone. Yeah. But this is like everyone's nice. Everyone likes everyone. It's really weird. <laughs> it's um, really weird. <laughs> it's, it's it's really good content. I mean, I I've enjoyed it. So I was like, I don't know if if you were into that sort of. Uh, uh, content or that type of show that I'd really recommend uh, that you watch Strip Search. Okay. Um, okay. Well, now that you've explained it, I can watch it in front of my wife and not have her give me weird looks. But, um, <laughs> so I thank you. Um, yes, this is true. Yeah, the only uh-uh. thing I think I've watched that was a real- reality show, I may have mentioned this one time before, was when they first started Big Brother. That mm-hmm. The people in the house loved each other so much and they bonded so much that they turned on the CBS producers. Really? And what <laughs> happened was... They were just all getting along, and they the producers wanted them at each other's throats, and they wanted drama and, and strife and discourse and everything, and they wouldn't do it. So then they did a thing where they said, well, fine, if you vote someone out of the house, we'll give you all, like, a million dollars or something. And they're like, One no, we don't. They're like, no, we don't want the money. Wow. And they wanted yeah. to, like, tr- they wanted to try and, like, vote someone into the house who was the biggest bitch in the world, who would, like, rip the house apart, and they, like, refused to allow her in. And then, like, it, like it was this horrible thing, and like CBS was so pissed off at these people because they were like destroying their show. So I watched it just because I dated CBS apparently at the time. So mm, they probably canceled. Something. They probably canceled something I liked or something like that. But one thing, yeah. um, and two, if you if everyone wants to do this too for next week, um, I think this is really cool. Right now, basically, how TV works is they have the Nielsen system, which came into effect in 1970, literally. Um, and they base on that sampling how TV shows do and what demographics are watching and so forth. And they take into account DVR, you know, viewers, if you watch it in the first like 30 minutes or in the first day or whatever. And I think so many people watch things on DVRs now that it's just, it's a terrible way of figuring out who's watching what and what shows are doing well. That what I'm loving is that you're seeing, um, Netflix and Amazon, starting to produce their own shows because they're realizing that, you know, 20 years ago, HBO existed because they showed movies and now you have DVDs and you have on demand and you have Netflix. You don't need that anymore. So they're keeping viewers by original content. And now you're seeing Amazon push into that as well um, through Amazon prime and all that. And what I love is um, Netflix came out the other day and they invested a hundred million dollars in one TV show. They made two seasons of house of cards and they just announced within the last 48 hours that they, I think they brought in like 2 million new um, subscribers wow. just doing that. And with HB, I'm sorry, what Amazon's doing, which is kind of cool, is they produced, I think, seven or eight pilots. Mm-hmm. And they put the first episodes of all of them on their website um, for free. And they want people to watch and weigh in and say which ones they like. And they'll produce series based on those. I think it's great because if Netflix wants to know who's watching their their shows – they have all the numbers and it's not mm-hmm. like, it's not going to miscount people. It's not going to leave out people. It's probably not going to know what your demographic is or care what your demographic is because they're not selling commercials. They just want subscribers. So I like that. I'm glad that format surviving because I like the fact that they just 
it's basically it's like they want your money they don't want you know you to buy the product of someone else and, and, and product placement and all that crap. So I watched one of them so far. I watched um, Alpha House. Is that the name? Uh, yeah. And the plot was... Not about a fraternity. Four U.S. <laughs> senators living in basically a frat house. It's it, Because when you go to Washington, you make $200,000 a year or whatever, and real estate's very expensive there, so you probably can't afford your house at home and to fly back and forth all the time and a house there. So senators from like different parties will like share like a one room condo or whatever. So it's, it's kind of funny. So it's these four guys, John Goodman, um, everyone else, like John Goodman and three other guys should have been the alternate mm-hmm. title of this show. But mm-hmm. uh, there's another one up there with, um, I can't think of her name. Lilith from Frasier has one. Beeb Newworth. They sing a lot on that one. There's a lot of singing going mm-hmm. on. Uh, and there's well, so some, I think it's like a musical show. And then there's right. one, Bob, wait for it. It's called Zombieland. Do we know what that is? Mm, yeah, it's the movie. That was Bob's excited. That mm. was an excited. Mm. That was unlike the one where I brought up Cassie Claire. That was that. See? <laughs> <laughs> you, hear the difference. <laughs> you know, if he, if he watched Chuck, his favorite character would be uh, Casey. He would. Maybe. I. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I really enjoyed. Um, the grunting. I'm forgetting his character on Firefly. Jane. Jane. Yeah. Only he was my favorite has, character in Firefly. He has though. expressive, you know, Grunts. grunt. And he can throw a microwave from 100 yards. Yeah, And clock him in the head. That, that's record. an amazing feat. It is. That, that's worth something. So, um, so, Zombieland is up there as well. Zombieland is There's like kid shows too on Amazon. Yeah, but there's a bunch of kid pilots, shows. Yeah. They did some pilots. And, um, well, because Netflix has a few. Netflix has House of Cards, and they have a couple that just started. Um, D from Battlestar Galactica is in one. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have um, Lilyhammer. Came back. Lilyhammer just looks like a funny idea. I could see Bob in Lilyhammer. I could see Bob in the title of role of Lilyhammer, actually. What is that? Lilyhammer is the one. It's the soprano actor. I don't know his name. He's a singer, apparently. He's like in his 60s. Vance, Steve for, Van yes. Zandt? Yep. Okay. And the plot is, is that... Oh, he, the one where he's in... He's in The Mob. Oh, yeah, we watched a couple yeah, of those. He's, 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 if, you, if you're looking for a, a review, Iraq, he's in The Mob, and in one of, another mobster tries to kill him, mm-hmm. misses, and shoots his dog. His little... Oh. His, mm-hmm. like, the thing's name is, like, Snowball. You know, he's this big, mean mobster, but he loves his dog, and the dog dies. And he's like, that's it. I'm turning state's witness, because they killed my dog. So they say, well, we're going to have to put you in the witness protection program. Do you want to go to Maui? Do you want to go to Aruba? He's like, I want to go to Lilyhammer, which is where the Winter Olympics was held yeah. in, like, 1980. Where is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in, in the 90s, I think, actually. It's it's 90s. 90s. I remember 94. watching it. Where is it? It's in... 94. What country is it in? It's in um, one of the cold ones. Yeah. Isn't it Nagano? No, that's Nagano. <laughs> it's very cold there. In Norway. He, Isn't it Norway? It, I believe yeah, it's Norway. it is. I think it's like it is Norway. Something. His thought is, I just want to go somewhere and be forgotten about. Besides, who the hell will look for me in Norway? So he gets to Norway, and he's got like a thousand billion dollars in a suitcase in Norway, you know, where the money's at. And he's got like pizzas frozen to the inside of his of his fridge. And he, his next door neighbor, he befriends, is like a single mom. And there's a subplot about the sheep or something. And mm-hmm. like someone's giving someone a hard time. So he like breaks the guy's kneecap or whatever, you know, in, in Norway. So it's a, it's a half comedy about this mobster trying to survive in Norway. And it's also 
Like it's so it's half Sopranos, half slapstick. So it's, yeah, it, it was actually very very good, and it's coming back for a second season. So I, I like that. I like mm. that because I get annoyed because I'm watching Revolution on NBC, and it's so obviously watered down to try and appeal to more. Well, Revolution. Yeah. I just, yeah, I I watched the. I'm I'm up to date on that. Like I just watched. I don't know how I feel about it. No, it is. It's. I just it's, think it's funny because. Because you don't like it, but you keep watching it. You know what it is? I like <laughs> He's like constantly disappointed by I it. I even like sat down last night and like, this is going to be a 70% effort. I could yeah, do. you did. You said you were like, this is going to be a nice half-ass effort show. And it's, you know what it is? It's like, I like when network television doesn't put on total you know, housewives of... The, the ones with the nipples. Okay, whatever. can I just say what a waste of air those shows are? No, it's like I, I anything with desperate housewives. Yeah, in the title it's, it's like is, housewives or whatever. Of whatever. The housewives like of whatever. Like I can't stand when they put on crap. So I like the fact that they're trying sci-fi and they're mm. trying something different. I just wish it was good, but I'll watch it anyway. Even though I don't have a Nielsen box, they'll never know. But it's like I like to keep the buzz going, but it's not good. It makes no logical sense, but I I like the effort. But I like that if it was on Netflix, it would probably be better. And it's sad because I listened to the to the actors saying, "Oh, they're going to be very sad when they kill his character off." The fans love him. No, we didn't. We thought he was annoying. <laughs> so, oh, uh, what's his face? Yes, when what's his face went, uh, Katniss there thought that we would be very upset. In the last, not so much. Oh, yes. Although last night had the pro- or this past week I just watched it last night it had the promise for change and I did enjoy it um in last night's episode there's been um I don't even know the character's names who's the google guy the guy who used to run google and now he's with the glasses yeah. that beard guy I don't know his name I just call well, him fat beard yeah they get to somebody's house and they need fat beard guy to leave the room for a moment so that the other characters can talk and she's like sweetie take this chubby man into the kitchen and get him something to eat get him a brisket or something and it's just like i think it's hysterical because on this show he supposedly walked across america twice and he's still yeah he's still overweight he's still a little overweight that's like curly on lost did you notice he got a haircut he has like a little bowl cut oh i don't remember i'm like well obviously there are barbers on revolution because he he got a little bowl cut and um, Jack Bowers. Well, wife. anybody could give a bowl cut. Yeah, it's true. It's the, that is stick a bowl on their head and cut around it. it. That is accurate. So it's 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 not very good, but I think for NBC, it's the, and NBC, I feel kind of bad for because their ratings are so low. It's like I feel like I feel bad not watching NBC because they have no one else to do it. So, so. well, I I think my NCIS is on NBC. There's no way this is No, I think it's on CBS. It's CBS. The number one show on NBC. NBC has The Voice. Look, it's a reality show. Surprise, surprise. They have The Voice, which is very highly rated. And directly below The Voice, they have... um, Honestly, Bob, I think it's Revolution. I think Revolution is number two. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I really want to enjoy it. I mean, I'll still watch it. I mean, it's in my bullpen, if you will. Uh Uh-huh. But, but I don't know. Like, there's times it's just like this feels so stupid. It makes absolutely <laughs> no. It makes no sense. Well, Ryan, yeah. you've missed your chance for Bomb Girls. Apparently, that show's being canceled. Which one was that? And bomb bomb girls. girls. That was the one. The that girls that build. Can- they build the bombs. Is it World yeah. War One or World War Two? I think it's one. But is it being canceled or is it ending? Because there is a difference. I think it's being canceled. Uh, it's, I saw something that said it was being canceled, and Jenny just said that too. Right. So, well, 
the thing which I encourage people to do is if there's a great show out there, even if it got canceled, as long as it's going to end on like the cliffhanger of all cliffhangers, watch it. <laughs> because I'm actually getting turned on to a few shows lately that were canceled and it's like 13 episodes and I watch them and they're actually very, very good. So it's those forgotten shows that will like never go yeah, on TV. Oh, World War II and Jenny is sobbing. Jenny, well, we, we've upset Jenny very much. Uh, I know. First the, first the zombies and now this. And those poor bomb mm-hmm. girls. It's a lot for Jenny to take in. All right, so I'm done for the night, so I'm going to turn it over to Sue and yeah. um, and Bob here for final words. So watch uh, final um, – remember Sunday. Remember Sunday with Zachary Levi and Alexis Bledel. It's going – Scarlet wants me to be very clear on this. It's a cable premiere. It's on um, <laughs> cable Sunday at 5. I have nowhere – so bring your dinner and watch yeah. the cable premiere. Early bird special. It was like five four central. Like it's on it like like two o'clock in the afternoon on the West Coast or by the DVD. It's it's very good. If you've watched either of those shows, you'll love it. And uh, stop over at Amazon.com and watch a couple of the premieres. And I'll try doing that as well. I'll talk about that next week. So I am done. Okay. Well, I have a uh, comic that I just posted on Facebook, but I'm going to read it. It says. If Harry Potter is such a cool wizard, what's his greatest achievement? Asked the father. And the boy is sitting there in the armchair reading Harry Potter with the TV off. And he says, getting me to turn the TV off and open a book. Uh I love it. Yay, Harry Potter. It's so true. I was very impressed with myself. I just saw a thing on Facebook the other day that was something I think I said on one of the podcasts. It was the thing like, Harry is wrong so often. First year, Snape's a bad guy. Second year, um, whatever the second year was. Third year, Sirius Black's going to kill me. Fourth year, whatever the fourth year one was. Fifth year, Sirius is going to die. <laughs> Sixth year, uh, Draco Malfoy. He was is, right about that, though. Yeah, it was like finally at the end he got one. And that, like, that was the big joke at the time. I'm like, oh my god, Harry was actually right. And everyone's like, oh, Harry, you fool. Well, he got he also got Snape right in, uh, in Half-Blood. Yeah, you no, know, he, he got every... You know, the, the thing was, he got everything right in Half-Blood. No, he wasn't. But no one would listen to him. Because even, I think, Hermione, I think this is actually in the canon. Harry, you've been wrong in the last five books. We're not listening to you anymore. Like, every time you open your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but... So. Yeah. Oh, well. Anything else, Sue? I just wanted to throw that out there. Okay. Take us out, Bob. I just really want to replug Strip Search because I want someone to talk to about it. I have no one to talk to about it. Honey, can uh, I watch Strip Search and talk about it with Bob? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Thank you. Oh, no, it's going to be the new Walking Dead. Ah! (laughs) No, 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 no. This is actually has nothing to do with zombies uh, or strippers. Just quite cartoonists. But anyway, um, anyway, you could probably search. I can go ahead and say, actually, let me double check this. You can go to Google and type in strip search and it should come up. Uh oh. This can't Whoa. Strip. Actually, this sounds wrong. I will I will state that according to Google, the first thing that comes up is the is is the show. So you can so that way you won't end up going to like some porn site or something. So All if right. you do, you know Thank you. You have the Pouva uh, seal of guarantee-ness. Right. <laughs> I, I, I will check that out. Bob will check out the chick flick. Starring, uh, yeah, I, I watched the chick flick yeah. that seems like a movie I've already seen. That's okay, uh, it seems it, good. it's somewhat similar. And we'd like to oh, thank come on, it's probably better. And we'd like to thank you all for listening to us talk about our clean colons. 
We appreciate yeah. that very much. Our In our asparagus mm. pee. Asparagus pee. Sorry about the white poop. That was unfortunate. In our racist D&D characters. Yes, Bob is, is very racist. There's so many episode titles. Am I so anti-elf. I don't know where they go with that. So anti-elf. Well, Chatteron's on the wall. Call the anyway. elf one I, more I think time. that I have an episode <laughs> title for uh, for 25. It's going to be Bob and the McGangbang. <laughs> God. I enjoy when I forget why we call it that, and I have to go back and listen again. Anyway, I think this is a great opportunity to end this episode of Point of View Weekly. Uh, we want to encourage you to come back next week uh, on Thursday at uh, 5.30 Pacific, uh, whatever time it is on the Eastern, for our live chat. 8.30. 8.30. I don't know. Whatever it is. I forget the time zones. Uh, we do have a live chat. We want to encourage those of you who listen to us on the podcast to come listen to us live and enjoy, uh, enjoy the company of other uh, Poovanian listeners. They are quite a uh, fun to hang out with and hang out with us as well. Um, but until then, uh, this has been Point of View Weekly. I am Bob. I, I am Ryan. <laughs> I'm Sue. I'm Danielle. I always get confused when we do it at the end. I don't know where I am. Oh, okay. <laughs> How many episodes have we been doing? No, whatever. Come on, Ryan. Wake up. Good night, everyone. 26. 26. Anyway, good night, everyone. Good night. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. Oh, Ryan. <laughs> oh, dear. I believe we it's possible crazy. we may still be on the air. So if we are, hello, everybody, because I clicked a button. And I hate the chat room. Oh, hey. Oh, hi. Welcome <laughs> back. Um, yes, I believe we did start the podcast. I, I, I told them. Okay. I ended the. Uh, no, it was I clicked stop and it, I got like the rainbow <laughs> ball as it was like saving the episode and it, I didn't have a chance to click stop the actual call. So I'm like, we're still live, Bob. Put your pants back on. 